0: Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Fuck off. Didn't expect to see you after the state of your last night. Fucking fuck the fuck off, you fucking fuck. What are you drinking? Very decent of you to offer, but I think it's a little too early early in the morning. I mean, make sure you're drinking plenty of water, not just coffee. Coffee's got water in it. That's why it's fucking wet. Yes, but coffee is a diuretic. It'll dehydrate you. Dehydrate? That ship has long since sailed. There are burns victims more hydrated than me. What happened? Dodgy pint. Quite possibly, but I suspect the other 14 did me no favours. So you were on the late trade as well then, were you? You don't remember? Foggy on the details. We had a long conversation. Well, you had a long conversation at me. Something about me being a Tory bastard who was probably in the SS. And I could fuck off for all you cared. Right. Were you in the SS? No. I did give it careful consideration 40 years before I was born, but on balance, the whole murdering millions of people thing put me off. Right. Well? What? Apologise. Oh, sorry. Jesus. Why were you out so late? I had a date. What do you mean date? I thought you people just took a load of drugs and tossed each other off in nightclub toilets. Only when we haven't got a date. So then, can I assume that we sat in our normal seats and I regaled you with charming and witty anecdotes? (laughs) What? You were sat with some workmates when I got on the train. Jeremy? Bit of a dick. Jeremy. He is a dick, isn't he? I'm glad you noticed. The only reason I noticed was because of the phrase, Jeremy, you're such a fucking dick, you make porn stars jealous. See? Witty! Well, you clearly thought so. You must have said it twelve times. I see. Do you think he noticed? You shouted it in his face. He probably noticed, then. And I'm not sure there's ever really an appropriate time for the phrase, AND YOUR FUCKING UGLY WIFE. Ah, and how did he take that? Well, to be fair, he was remarkably calm about it. Well, that's something. His wife, on the other hand... Christ, she was there, wasn't she? You said she looked like a dog. A dog? I said she looked like a boxer. I meant Joe Frazier. Oh. Oh, that's better. Was she cross? A little bit. How much? She pulled the emergency brake. Outrageous behaviour. You can't just pull the emergency brake. It's what, a £200 fine? Three. You've got till the end of the month to pay it. They blame me! The drunken arsehole sat next to the emergency brake, who tried to order a whiskey off the railway police. Yeah, they blamed you. Who credit it? Fuck weasels. Still, lucky they didn't serve me. Whiskey turns me into a terrible bastard. Buggering hell, you can't bring out the Daily Mail with me in this condition. How can the Daily Mail possibly affect your hangover? It's far too loud. It's a newspaper. Barely. Look at it. It's just a series of people shouting at you in print. Look at that headline. Disgrace. It's not, it's DISGRACE! So come on then, let's see what the Daily Mail considers a disgrace. The Nazis didn't win. Slavery still abolished. There was a homosexual character in EastEnders. There. How can you, as a fully paid-up homosexual, possibly countenance this diabolical fuckery? I just quite like some of the features. Features? Page nine. A posh woman writes movingly about her affair with one of her posh father's posh friends. One of her posh father's? Replace movingly with self-pityingly, replace rights with whinges, and replace friends with satanic church of bastards. Six million pounds in disability payments every month. What? The disgrace story? Oh, for the love of... They make it sound like it's all to the same person. There's no context. Yeah, but people do try and work the system, though. Of course they do. They've got no fucking money. Some poor sod comes back from serving in Afghanistan with his elbows bone off. He's going to try and get enough money to buy some new elbows. Yes, but the point of the article is that we need to crack down on the cheats. The ones who are getting more benefits than they deserve. He's left his elbows in the Helmand province. Can't we have a bit of compassion and just let it pass? Hang on, no. Bollocks. Captain Double Standards... Our soldier from Afghanistan with no elbows? Oh, you! Hypocrite! What about when you wouldn't let that woman sit on the chair next to you? What? You said she was a benefit cheat. Right. A. The reason I wouldn't allow her to sit here is because this is my fucking table. I've just yet to figure out a way to stop you haunting it. And B. She was definitely a benefit cheat. And why did you think she was a benefit cheat? She had a metal crutch. (laughs) Is that because her real crutch was blown off in Afghanistan. (laughs) Don't be fastidious! Only benefit cheats use those metal crutches. Everyone else buys a walking stick. That's true, actually. Why is that? So they don't look like benefit cheats. There you go. You're as bad as the Daily Mail. You're riddled with prejudice and assumption. Well, of course I am. But it's not something I'm particularly proud of. The Daily Mail wears it as a badge of honour. It's practically their strapline. The Daily Mail. Hating and victimising everyone who isn't white, straight and middle class for hundreds of years. So, what? I should read The Guardian, I suppose? No. You need a far better haircut than that to read The Guardian. Well, what then? Whizzer and chips. Get both sides of the argument. Never heard of it. Child. So, aren't you going to ask me about my date then? No. Why not? Couldn't give a shit. It was lovely. He paid for dinner. It was really romantic. You didn't spit it. You disgraceful cheapskate. I offered to go Dutch. I bet you did. He pays for dinner, you offer him filthy European sex. No. I mean, I offered to pay my half of the bill. I'm sure it was too late by then. He was already enticed by this promise of European acts of carnality. (sighs) Look, there was no carnality. I'm just going to buy him dinner next time. Next time, eh? He's really very nice indeed. (laughs) What was your big night out? Hellish work do. In of? Fuck if I know. Every six months or so we're marched off to a pitcher and piano for corporate fun. So your company pays? Fifty pounds behind the bar and a collection of deep fried animal bits in a pot with enough ketchup to take the taste away. Well it's nice they put on food. It's moot that they put on food. We all have to go outside so people can smoke. You smoke? Only so I have an excuse to get away from people. I only started when the band came in. And so you got drunk? I was stood outside in single-figure temperatures in a circle of 24 idiots swapping casually racist anecdotes. Obviously, I got utterly fucking trousered. You don't like your work very much, do you? What is it you actually do? I'm head of IT support. You? You know about computers? Yes. It's only computers. I'm not head of fucking microbiology support in space. What's your problem with it, then? I, as you know, am a bundle of sunshine. As cheery a fucker as you'll ever hope to meet. But you know the one thing that'll take the spring out of your step like a foot in a bear trap? What? The general public. Useless, rude and stupid. And it is my responsibility to handle their witless prattlings about whatever trivia gives them rise to pick up a fucking phone. Who on earth puts you in charge of dealing with other human beings? That would be Jeremy. Oh shit, he's your boss. Hmm. I'm starting to suspect that this may turn out to be a difficult day. And that's the cause of all this friction between you and Jeremy. He's your boss. The cause for friction between me and him is the fact that he's a rampaging arsehole with limited personal hygiene. But it can't help that he's your manager. He has risen higher than you. He is your superior. Superior?! Cock Just because the fucker can do a pie chart doesn't mean I have to salute him. He's your boss. We have different talents, that's all. Look, you, I'm sure, are far more adept at depraved homosexual acts than me. I'll try to keep my end up. That does not make you superior to me. You merely have a different set of talents. Alright, let's turn this around. You are manager of an IT team, are you not? It's different. So would you say that you are superior to the people you manage? It's not the same. Are you superior to them? Of course I fucking am. The only thing that distinguishes them from monkeys is their ability to wear trainers. There you go. So how's that any different to you and Jeremy? I've told you. He's a cock. How are you going to deal with him, then? I could tell him I'm on crack. That would help how? Well, I'm sure I'd be the recipient of some corporate sympathy. My addiction hell. There's always a chance of a few weeks off to go through rehab. Surely they'd check that with your GP. Good point. All right, I'll tell him my wife had died and I was having a breakdown. You haven't got a wife. Well, he's hardly going to ask me to fucking produce a body, is he? He's going to know you're not married, though. How about a dead aunt? No, I'm always playing the funeral card when I fancy a day in bed. Got more dead relatives than a serial killer. No, bugger it, we're Englishmen. We'll just never mention it and let a poisonous atmosphere permeate the office for years to come. Hurrah right for emotional repression. So, what was his name then? Who? Chap who brought you dinner in exchange for all this Dutch depravity. Jason? Jason. And what does he do? Coop, are you looking out for me? All right, fucking hell, I'm trying to take an interest in the sordid world in which you inhabit. What do I care about what he does? He's a freelance web designer. Sir, so you'll never want for clipart again. I think he's beyond clipart. He's just been working on the U2 website. Really? U2? Do you think he could get hold of some freebies? What CDs? Yeah, I reckon so. Good. Tell him to get as many as possible. Well, I can ask. And throw the fuckers in the sea. Bono fucking cacks banner. Right, I'm off to vomit on Jeremy's shoes. See you this evening. Cooper is an off-target production written by Neil Tolfrey starring Andy Costello, Mike Chowney and Jim Calderwood.